0: Today's episode of the Transform podcast on the Sports Spectrum podcast network is presented by our Sports Spectrum magazine and the foundation of what this ministry Sports Spectrum was founded on is our magazine created all the way back in 1985 and to this day it continues to be the preeminent sports and faith resource. It's a quarterly magazine that includes feature stories, interviews, devotionals, the gospel message, and free digital access with every subscription. It makes a great gift. It's perfect for the kids. And you can subscribe right now by going to sportspectrum.com, click the magazine icon right at the top of the website, and you can order your subscription. We keep it affordable a one-year or a two-year subscription, do not hesitate, subscribe right now to the best thing that we do here at Sports Spectrum, in my opinion, the Sports Spectrum Magazine. Check it out at sportspectrum.com and subscribe today. Now, here's Jade McCarthy with Transform. Well,
1: it always feels extra special when I have a chance to do an interview for Transformed in Person, So hello, friends. Welcome in. Great to have you here with us on Transformed. I'm Jade McCarthy. And I get to sit face to face today with my guest here. And uh, she is a voice that, gosh, you already know well from Table 40 on the Sports Spectrum Network. Um, but Leslie Holiday, it is great to have you here with us today. And I love that I get to do this in person. We, we talked about trying to do this, you know, I don't know a while ago and then it just it just so happened that it came together while we're at a conference together so great to have you here
2: yeah I'm with you this is way better in person I'm a person living room kind of personality so this is good for me too
1: so I I always like to start in this space just by the the word of the podcast transformed right Mm -hmm. so when you think about that and when you think about the idea of transformation what personally comes to mind for you
2: Well, right now I'm in teacher mode um, because we're at the conference together. And so I'm big. I I said it just, I don't know, a couple minutes ago. I'm like, we're going to do information, application, transformation. And so honestly, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I was like, oh, Jade, I just said that just not too long ago. (laughs) But when I think about my personal transformation, um, man, I go all the way back to college. And so I, I was raised in a in a home that loved Jesus. And so it wasn't, my grandparents were very influential in my faith. My parents were very, you know, very influential in my faith. And I was the kid that went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday. Um, we were there all the time, but it wasn't until college that everything started to make sense for me. And I will never forget it. I w- had a little green board Mustang. And um, I was like, man, the way I'm rolling right now, it's just not working for me. And so I surrendered my life to Jesus in my little green Mustang. And that was my major like from death to life moment that um, the transformation started to to begin in me um, as a freshman in college at oklahoma state
1: you know now i'm forever gonna picture you in a green mustard oh yeah it was
2: great it was a great little matt made me sell it when we got married but it was a good it was good while it lasted <laughs> he should buy me one <laughs>
1: when Leslie rolls up in a little green
2: mustard. we'll enough. all
1: understand why <laughs> yep. we'll understand why it's yep. all tied to Jesus. <laughs> uh-huh. It is. It is.
2: You know what? He needs to, he needs to give me one. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, I think it's interesting that you talk about that time though, right? In college, because now you're a mom who mm. has kids that, that age. Yep. Um, and so what has it been like for you to sort of see that time frame in their life approach and to know that they're kind of in that situation
2: that you were in those years ago. Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. Um it's it's so weird. It <laughs> it is so weird. I mean, I look at them and first of all, they're way cooler than I was when I was their age. Like I really I honestly my my boy my boy is 18 and then J- and Ethan's 15 going to be 16 and then my daughter is 13 and My little guy's nine, but the older two, I look at them and I really have a lot of respect for them as they're becoming men, like right in front of my eyes. But there are things that they go through that I remember going through that stuff. And so like my oldest, my oldest son is so in love and he picked right. I mean, his girlfriend's wonderful. And, um, I, I just remember dating Matt. Do you know what I'm saying? Like those sorts of things that just, it's so sweet to remember on the the being young and Mm -hmm. and like just meeting the person that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with about their age and and just those sorts of things and then Ethan's about to start driving and I remember that like my parents I was such a bad driver that my parents (laughs) would wear like a baseball helmet and like (laughs) buckle up and like in the fetal position and I'm like that with Ethan like Jax was a great driver but I got in the car with Ethan the other day and I was like now I know like I need the baseball helmet. I'm in the fetal position. I'm like I'm reliving <laughs> my life. It's <laughs> so but it's so weird and then like seeing them process um just different things has been has been cool to watch, you mm. know. And and what's neat too is that when we remember what it was like, um I I think I've been able to communicate Jesus in maybe a clearer way than it was communicated to me at their age because I, I don't know. I, God's just um, given me just, a, a, I just remember what I felt when I was young, you know? And so it's been sweet. Yeah. It's been sweet. I love it.
1: Well, and I think it's, that's important too, from the sense of it's good for you and Matt, mm-hmm. you know, that it kind of like takes you back to that place to think about where you two were as yep. a couple. Cause yep. that helps you all these years later too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like, you need that sense of, sweetness still that's so sweet you know i think it's that's significant to to all of us along the way and um i think that as a mom that you can tap into that Mm -hmm. and share that
2: with your kids yeah
1: is really powerful Mm -hmm. how have you done that
2: like um i don't know i think i matt and i uh, it's cute because they're 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 real serious jackson and chloe and and you see just how gentle Jackson, like this is what, this is one of the things I respect about my son is that he opens doors for Chloe and he waits for her and he will make dinner. And if she has a meeting at the sorority house, he's like, Hey, um, I'm going to make Chloe a plate. And I'm, do you guys don't eat it? Like it's cause it's, for her. it's wild at my house at dinner time It's like <laughs> any food around is like fair game. And so he's like that plates for Chloe, but it's just the, the sweetness of how he cares for her. Um, I, I, he gets it from his dad, yeah. and so, and for me, like I am so, I, I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time finding words, but it's just this beautiful thing where you're watching your son model things he's seen in his father, and that is a sweet gift. Mm-hmm. And you know, even if I'm frustrated with Matt, like Jackson will do something like that, and I'm like, dang it, he's done a great job as a dad, so I can't be. <laughs> we <laughs> have got to give him a break for not taking out the trash or whatever it is. But I just think that that's just been awesome. Like as you have kids that are growing older and and just to have such an amazing presence of a man in my home to teach the kids how to be men, it's been sweet to see them and the way that they treat um, their girlfriends, the way they treat their sister, the way they treat the little brother, the way they treat their teammates. I mean, they've learned a lot of that from from their father. And so um, that's been really sweet for me to see.
1: Yeah. More is caught than taught.
2: Total, I uh, totally agree with you. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Yeah.
1: And it's such an important reminder, I think, for all of us. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it is applicable to so many different places. Like, it's certainly applicable to parenthood. But I think it's applicable to, you know, you think about, like, I mean, we've said it today, like, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Oh, like, no all of that stuff. Like, what you surround yourself is in so many ways, like what you're leaning towards and what you're becoming. Yeah. So how have you intentionally lived with that idea throughout the course of your life, Leslie?
2: Well, I would say, um, it, again, it started in college. I was running with a group of gals that just, they just weren't going where I was after my Mustang experience with Jesus. Like <laughs> uh, it, I just, there was, became this line in the sand where I was like, man, I'm going to need some new friends and not in a mean way, like not in a mean way, but I wasn't strong enough at that time. in in my relationship with Jesus to not, um, submit to their leadership, so to speak, like going out all the time and doing the things. And so I had to just tell them, look, I'll be back. I just need a break. And so I, I mean, I think for me, I mean, this is a long answer, but during those years of where there was this major transformation in my life, I had to surround myself with people that were further down the line Mm. because Jesus was serious to me. And, um, when I surrendered my life to Christ, I really surrendered my life to Christ. And and I was like, you know, um, I need to be around people that were also walking that out in their daily life, not just on Sundays. And so I did. I mean, I, I, I switched friend groups for quite some time. And then after I graduated and, and went on to be with, with Matt and do life with him, I was very particular about who I chose to spend time with because I knew that um, it was important. And mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to surround myself with people that were going to point me to Jesus and encourage me in my marriage and encourage me to um, remain faithful to the things that I, I claim that I believe. And so, I mean, that, and honestly, there 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 have been seasons in my life where there's not people like that just because, you know, in, in pro baseball, you move around a whole lot. Sure. And so, um, and I was cool with being lonely and reading books, but I just kind of, I mean, that's a rule for me. Like I'm not going to, um, I, I'm pretty independent and I like to read and I'm, maybe I'm nerdy. I don't know, but I just don't, I just really want to surround myself with people that are moving in the direction that I'm moving. And, um, you know, they can be a little far, a little further behind me, a, a whole lot ahead of me. I'm cool with that, but let's be moving towards what we say we love like my allegiance is to jesus christ and so i want to surround myself with people that also think the same thing
1: yeah and and lead other people there who want their hearts to move in that direction yeah it's important i think that that like ties into it also but i think it's also that recognition of like okay um if i don't have that right here right now yeah it's okay if i go find it in a book or it's okay if i go find it in a podcast yeah and, and and I think that self-awareness also of that's all right. It's really important because I think when we have that, that's when we allow ourselves to be transformed. Like that's when we allow God to be working in us, when Mm -hmm. we're constantly moving in the direction in which he's calling us to move.
2: Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. And, And there's just seasons where it's important to be still, you know? True. And I think a lot of transformation takes place in, in those seasons, Mm -hmm. like where you're just still with the Lord and you're just saying, Hey, teach me what I need to know today, you know? And then you wake up the next day. How about today? And the next day, how about today? But I think for me, like I would, I would say the most growth in my life has happened during those, those periods of of time where I've just been still and tried to hear what, what God was saying through books and music and my prayer life, of course. Right. Right.
1: And sometimes it's struggle too, like Mm -hmm. when you're just like, man, like I'm either trying to control this or I think I know where this is going or, you know, and then you kind of realize, oh, maybe not,
0: maybe mm-hmm. not, you mm-hmm. know,
1: and you just, you have that sense of surrender. Oh, yeah. Which they... is, is not easy, Mm-mm. you know, but, um, but if you keep your heart aligned in the right direction, then you know you're moving in, in the direction that he wants you mm. to move. Yeah, for sure, for know? sure. So I guess that kind of takes me to the direction that that you're seeing your son move, Leslie Holiday, with us here on Transformed, Um, and you know to see him like his dad at home in the way that you know he treats um, his girlfriend and his siblings and you, Mm -hmm. um, but then also to to you know see baseball Mm -hmm. as part of him and getting drafted and what is that like as a mom?
2: It was weird. It was really, really strange. I think weird is the theme here today. Yeah, I've had a weird, I've had a weird year. Let me tell you. And so it, it was, it was so interesting how that whole thing worked. And so, uh, Jack has always loved baseball ever since he was a little boy and um, practiced it all the time. Like every, when we would travel to go see Matt, he always had a glove. He always, you know, like the, he just loved, like truly just loved the game, and he would. A lot of the little kids would want to sit in the family room and play Legos and, and do normal little kid things. But he's like, no, I'm on your lap. Like, I'm going to these games with you. I'm I'm locked in. And he would imitate players. Like, I'm telling you, it was the craziest, craziest thing, like reflecting back on his life and seeing where he is now. Like, this has always been a passion for him. Mm-hmm. So as a mom, it is the, I can't describe the joy I felt for him knowing that he was going to have the opportunity to play professional baseball. Because it's just been a passion since he was a little kid. And um, I'm telling – we had – he was not into Legos. He was not into anything other than baseball. baseball. And so it was just so sweet to be able to sit there and watch watch the joy of that accomplishment and know how pure it was. And I think for me that was so beautiful to be able to see the, that he was just – like he just purely loves the game mm-hmm. and, and wants to play. And, um, and, and he plays with such freedom. Like he, he feels like this is his gift that God's allowed him, um, this opportunity to play baseball. And he just, he just plays with a lot of freedom and, and, and sweet, sweet innocence. Mm. And so, um, and I love that for him. And I pray that that can, it can stay that way for a long time. Um, but draft day was weird and we talked about that and it, it it's still weird and that's just the best word to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, I'm not getting too creative, but it's it was a weird day. And so you get up and you know, like, okay, today's today's gonna this is gonna happen. I wonder when they're gonna call his name, all of those things. And because we really didn't know, and um, the agent called about three minutes before they announced the pick. And Matt's it was it's Matt's agent, and so we know him very well. And they're discussing finances and all the things. And Jackson's just sitting there like a little kid watching the draft, you know, and and then they told Matt they're like Baltimore's going to take him and so they announce his name and just the shock that you feel as a mom it's it's crazy it's like you're excited but then your protection mode immediately kicks in you know and you're like oh my gosh he's the stinking first pick this is going to be horrible (laughs) so (laughs) like like (laughs) you're you're so happy for him and i'm probably the only mom in the history of moms that said this is horrible (laughs) but immediately i start worrying i'm like oh my gosh you're the first pick i know what comes with that there's going to be pressure there's going to be mean trolls on the internet there's going to be all of these things and my little i've lived it it, i've lived it i know who they are you know and I just think like immediately I was panicked for him but um, I, I hit it pretty well I don't think if he listens to this and he probably will he'll be shocked by that because I hit, I was so cool I mean Jada nailed it like I was like oh this, this is great but in the inside You're like, I was like this is awful <laughs> <laughs> so anyway let me pay the difference I just don't drop it first like I'm just teasing but not really and so I was scared for him you know and but it, I've been again, like I said this earlier, like I just have I have so much admiration for my older sons that becoming men. Like watching him handle this has been beautiful, and he's very confident in who he is. He's very confident in his relationship with the Lord, and and he's handled this like he's exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm not worried about it, and I'm happy he's with the Orioles and and all as well. But the first couple you know minutes, I was freaking out <laughs>
1: but don't like but don't you have that moment where you're like okay he's exceeded my expectations like thank you lord oh
2: you have no idea so I, grateful right yeah i mean yeah uh,
1: like that's what strikes me yeah. is that like you know externally you're like okay it's a it's a blue sky it's a sunny day it's beautiful inside you're a tornado yeah and at, at the same time like you see how he handles it and you go oh mm-hmm. okay like he's ready
2: yeah He's ready and it's neat like at at the conference that we are at he has teammates here and he has like his people and 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 he's ready yes but God has been so faithful and so as a mom I'm like you're right you're right God you're the good you're a good father Mm -hmm. and and you are going to use this experience and you in your sovereignty have placed him exactly where he needs to be and in your kindness. There, there are other young men that also believe in, in Jesus and care about their relationship with the Lord and are walking towards becoming more like Christ and um, working hard at their craft and serious about their girlfriends. And and God's been so kind to surround Jackson with men that that are men of integrity. And so I am so grateful for that. And so like when he got down to Sarasota to start his and he started calling me and telling me about the people there. It was like, I, I just was so grateful to the Lord and I was like thanks you got him and um and I do I feel a whole lot better now than I did <laughs> at the very <laughs> beginning so I'm in a much healthier place <laughs> you're, you're past the weirdness of I'm, it. I'm past the weirdness <laughs> I'm past the weirdness more celebration now most like more like let's like ex like like w- this cool expectation that God's gonna do something cool but not you know we'll see how it goes you right. know what I mean right so but you have
1: you have that open expectant heart oh, yes. for what's to come yes. as opposed to maybe that
2: Wanting to control it all.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Which as moms, we all know very, very well. Yeah. All too well. Oh, and
2: I'll visit there again. Like, I know who I am. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so, but I'm not going to live there.
1: Won't we all? Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I'll go on a trip down that road, I'm sure. But I'm not, I'm going to, I know how to get back to the place. Yes. (laughs) Steer your way back.
1: Steer your way back. And I think, you know, Leslie Holiday with us on Transformed. And and the last thing I kind of want to touch on is, um, kind of relating to steering your way back because you do this as a mom in terms of leading and teaching, but that's something that you do beyond um, your own home. And it's something that it, like just feels like it's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Can you just talk a little bit about that and like your passion for it?
2: Yeah. I, um, you know, as a young woman in, you know, Matt and I got married when we were 20 and in and 21 years old and, um, and even man, even thinking about not understanding Jesus rightly as a young girl, I didn't, like I didn't understand Jesus like I do now, obviously, but, but I think that I was never taught as a young girl that this, this faith thing, it's not about perfection first. Mm. Jesus is the perfect part of the puzzle. It's not you. And, and, I, and
1: none of us ever and will be. None of us
2: ever will be. And I think as a young woman, I quit on learning a lot about Jesus because I felt overwhelmed and I felt like, my gosh, like being a Christian is only for the girls that don't struggle with anything. Like being a Christian is for the girls that, that don't, you know, um, make mistakes. And so I kind of just backed away from it because I thought it was unattainable to be a Christian woman as, as a young girl. And then when I got to college, Um, that changed, like listening to different sermons and just, you know, um, Jesus pursuit of me. And I was like, I surrender, but I still don't know exactly how this goes, you know? And, but as I grew in age and in maturity and understanding how to read the Bible and reading books, I, I think I've told, I told Somebody, this like I read every Max Lucado book that the guy ever wrote, and like so, it's a lengthy list, yes. So, it is a lengthy (laughs) list. And I mean, I was locked in, I was like, Max, I'm with you on this too. Like, Grip of Grace, still one of my very favorite books he's ever written. Yeah, and I just,
1: and by the way, like you can just like fly through those, they're so
2: good. He's such a good writer, and he
1: writes in a way that you absorb it, but. It doesn't take you a month to get through it. Like two days and you're through it. Yeah.
2: And I love it. And talk about transformative. Like that's the kind of stuff that started to transform my mind of like, who is Jesus Christ and why do I want to be like, why do I want to follow him? And so Max helped me in that. And like the word of God helped me in that. And, and I think for me, like when Matt started playing, um, I, I just saw a lot of girls that were like me that didn't understand who Jesus was really. Like they had this idea, but they didn't understand like the beauty and like how amazing Jesus is. And they they misunderstood a lot of things. Mm. And so it kind of started this thing in me where I'm like, I really want girls to know what I know now. And I want them to understand that Jesus is for them. He's going to meet us in the mess. And, and um, he loves us so much. And, and the rescue happens before the, um, sanctification happens, right? Like the, it's a rescue first teacher second. And, and so I just, there just started this little passion in me as a young woman. And then now, you know, it's grown like different, different things in life happen to where you become more convicted that this is what you're called to do. Yeah. But I think for me, the main thing, is, is I just want women to experience the freedom that I have in Christ. And I think that's impossible if we don't get Jesus right. Mm-hmm. And so, and I love to teach Jesus right. And um, of course, I there are days I articulate it better than others. Uh, don't do it perfectly. But um, I love I love teaching like the gospel message. And I love teaching Jesus Christ. And I love, I love it. And I, and I have, I just think if we can get Jesus right, then everything else makes sense. Our homes are going to run a whole lot better. Our marriages are dang sure going to be better. Sure. And, um, so I have, um, I'm going to parent better. I'm going to have a long game with my kids versus this like behavioral modification thing that, that so many people, so many people try. It just doesn't work. No, like I'm all about like, let's transform the heart and then our actions will flow out of that. Yeah. But, um yeah i have a i have a an incredible passion for let's get Jesus right and then your life is there'll be a peace that that's that it can go the long distance, sure you know sure, even if we visit these places of
1: <laughs> of fear the fear and worry and, worry and anxiety worry and, and all this anxiety those things. and yes. all those things that we're still going to experience yes. because we're all human, yes that's right, and you can't just rid yourself of them entirely yes but it 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 does give you that sense of okay, it's here for a minute, but I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to put the scripture on my heart and in my mind and I'm going to let that go.
2: Yeah. And I, and I trust the Holy spirit is going to bring me back into Leslie. Remember we, we read the word of God, you know, we read the word of God, we let yeah. me eliminate the word of God for you. And I think that I I just, you know, I, I'm, I just can't, I was thinking about this today actually just how grateful i am of my rescue and i'm grateful that in as a young woman that um god rescued me and and set me like like table 40 the stinking thing is like psalm 40 is is the verse that can really describe very accurately my story like he pulled me from this pit of destruction he placed me on this firm foundation he gave me a new song to sing and hopefully, you know, many people can hear my story and glorify the Lord. I mean, I'm paraphrasing it, but that's my story is Jesus rescued me and and placed me on the solid rock. I stand right. Yeah. Uh, everything else is sinking sand and, yes. and taught me over the years, like who he is and who I am. And I love sharing that. And I, my prayer is that, you know, somebody will, will experience the freedom of Christ because of the things that Jesus has taught me over the years. You What's, know?
1: What is the one thing that you would tell someone as we kind of wrap things up here? Um, you know, if you have 60 seconds with someone and they say to you, Leslie, how do I start to get Jesus right?
2: I would say um, we start in Ephesians, which is crazy, you know, right? In Ephesians? In Ephesians. I think Ephesians chapter 1 and Ephesians chapter 2 is a great place to start if you want to get Jesus right. And um which I know is weird and, and I'm a big person, like, read the gospels first and then read the letters. Like read the gospels first and then read the letters. But I think for me, Ephesians is so profound because it lays out like this is this is who you are. In Ephesians two it's like all of these dark things that everyone every single one of us have experienced over the course of our life. And it sure. says like, look, this is who you are. You you are um you're you're a slave to the to the spirit of evil. Right. I mean, again, I'm paraphrasing it. And then there's that little part in there that says, but God. And then it goes on and says, you are saved through Christ alone, by grace alone, by faith alone. Right, or by faith alone, by grace alone, through Christ alone. And I think that it elevates Jesus in such a way that um, he was aware of who we were, but he decided to take us from death to life. To life. And it doesn't say anywhere in there that... Um, you know, Hey, I need you to kind of clean it up a little bit first. And then the, but God part happens. Mm-hmm. No, it's no. just acknowledging the space that we were in before our encounter with Jesus. But until we encounter Jesus, we can't do these other things. And so, and then in Ephesians one, it talks about like basically before the foundations of the earth, like God choose like chose through Jesus Christ to lavish grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. And I just think those sorts of things like if I were to sit with somebody, I think that would be the first place I would go is Ephesians 1 and 2. Mm. And so cuz it's just such a contrasting scripture um in Ephesians chapter 2 where like dark and light and real like some somebody's reality if they're not connected to Christ and then what it looks like right. after Christ and And then it says very clearly it's not by your works that this can be accomplished it's jesus is a rescuer so i i don't know i think that it would never be a 60-second conversation (laughs) it it never is it never is right i'd be like um sit down Yeah. let's talk let's talk (laughs)
1: let's have a meal let's yes let's have some coffee here's my number
2: let's now let's now let's start the discipleship process (laughs) because it's a journey my gosh it's a journey and,
1: and none of us um, none of us can work through it at, at a certain pace or in a certain time yeah. or, you know, it's it's unique to everyone. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, I think what also stands out about what you said, though, is just, you know, grace upon grace upon grace. And that's something that no matter where we are on the journey, we all need mm-hmm. all the time.
2: Somebody told me the other day that grace means God's riches at Christ's expense. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so good!" So good, right? Yeah. I heard that, and yeah. I love yes. that. I think yes. it's so true. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's God's riches at Christ's
1: expense. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much. That was fun. This was so fun. Yep. And we'll we'll work on the green Mustang, okay? I know. I need to tell him.
2: Like <laughs> you know, we have an <laughs> anniversary coming up. That wouldn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like not bright green, it was like this tealish green, you know and with with like and it it kind of had like the sparkly paint oh yeah, it was pretty with looked a little um it was pretty awesome gray leather interior. Not so bad. Not so bad.
1: Mm-hmm. No. I think my, my daughter would be like, can can, can you have that?
2: Like, yeah. That sounds fun. As soon as yeah. you said sparkly paint like you have yeah, I she know. was in. I, it was in back in those days. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, loved it. Loved, felt so cool driving that car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then we get married, Matt's
2: like, we can only afford one car. And I'm like, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Holiday with us here on Transformed. We'll do this again on Table 40, That'd yeah? be great. Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. Look yes. forward to it. Yep. Well, it was really just a lot of fun and a pleasure to have the time to chat with Leslie Holiday. And of course you get to listen to her over on, you know, the podcast that she and Matt share on the Sports Spectrum Podcast Network. So it's great to have her here on Transformed and sit down. And as we, as we joked at the end, like there's just something about face-to-face that's always more meaningful. So um, I loved having that opportunity and, you know, in reflecting on it, I just think that like seasons of change, right? I mean, Leslie continues to go through them all. We all continue to, go through them all because change is constant um which you know leads me to the scripture from ecclesiastes three verse one there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens um so just just trusting into that that just trusting that change and leaning into that change i think really helps us all sort of find that sense of peace that um transcends all understanding right that sense of peace that transcends all understanding. So um, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Uh, we really love having you listen here untransformed. So I thank you for carving out the time and for being here. And check out the magazine. Uh, you can do so at sportspectrum.com. There's great encouragement within its pages. So uh, maybe you got it for someone as a Christmas gift. If not, you know, st- start the new year off with encouragement for you, encouragement for those around you. And uh, thanks for being with us here on Transformed. Until next time, live with love and intention. Happy New Year to you. I'm Jane McCarthy.